0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Kev's Perspective. I'm your host, Kev Lowe, and today, man, I had such a great time with this fucking podcast, man. I'm going to keep podcasting for such a long time because of the conversations like the ones I had today, man. Today, I interviewed my biggest inspiration of all time, not just musical inspiration, just inspiration. His name is Mod Sun, okay? Mod Sun stands for Movement on Dreams. Stand under none. He is a recording artist, author, painter, percussionist, and a poet from Bloomington, Minnesota, okay, he has released three studio albums, five mixtapes, and a plethora of singles, he has also written six books, and helped publish books for so many other well-known, you know, celebrities, and much more coming, again, this dude is my biggest inspiration, and my brother for life, please welcome my big, hip, mod son, Chia.
1: Mod fucking son. In the building, baby. <laughs> What's good, big bro? How are you feeling? I'm good, man. I was just telling you, I just got back from a photo shoot, uh, finished a bunch of art today. I'm just like, I'm a I'm a I'm the hardest working mod son that I've ever been. So just running, bro, running, trying to fill up my time, you know.
0: Hey, good for you, man. Good for you. I'm glad to see that. I just again for people on YouTube, that's what he means by the mascara on his face. He got a new cut, he's looking fresh. I like it, bro. I like it a lot. And the tat on the head. I saw that recently. I'm like, "What up with that, bro?" Crazy, right? Bro, what tell me what that means, bro. That has to, I know that means something. We got to talk about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's basically it's just some punk shit. I mean, that's a that's a Vivienne Westwood design from like, I want to say like um 70s. I'm like the 70s? Oh, for real? Um she did this collection. It's called the Seditionaries collection. It's like, "Well, all the Sex Pistols were all the time and shit." But it's a design. It's Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse having sex, and yeah. that's just like it's some fuck the world shit. It's just like you know, like all, all that, all that uh. There's there's so much lying, deceit in all these fairy tales. I mean, all those Disney fairy tales are made off of these dark, twisted stories in the first place. Yep. So like, you know, it's just some like anti anti-establishment shit, honestly, and like. This is the first tattoo I've ever had that like made my mom really mad, so I'm happy about it. <laughs> yeah, yo, listen, there's this quote that Charles Bukowski said that's a he said, If your parents like what you're doing, you ain't doing shit. And if the cops are around, you're doing something right. That's a Charles Bukowski quote. That's not a my son quote. But I'm I've always been like that. Like I'm not trying to appease to um to old, old older people or try to follow some rules or anything. It's a new world. It's always been a new world to me. But even more now, it's obviously like a revolution right now. And you know, it's just on some like uh man, this is my this is my canvas. I'll do whatever the fuck I want with it. You
0: know? <laughs> nah, I feel you, I feel you. And I actually want to talk about that. That's one of the big topics I have for us today. Was again, my podcast is mainly centered around like the music industry and shit. But for you, like I'm keeping it kind of open him because again, I've I've known you for a hot minute. So I kind of want to talk about. A lot a lot of people that I know and a lot of people from, like, my area, actually from Prior Lake, really be asking, you know, they wanted me to ask this one question, your quotes, bro. Your quotes were all over our cars in our parking lot. Like, your quotes were painted everywhere. I think one of your most famous pictures was a car in Prior Lake High School's parking lot with your quote, with a five-minute quote. So I'm kind of like, okay, where are these quotes coming from, bro? Oh, shoot.
1: Uh, you know, um... It's a tough
0: question, bro, cuz you have so many
1: questions. I I mean, bro, I'm I'm like this like like the the version of myself that I love to be is I like to to think about questions before I answer them. Uh think about my answers to questions before I just spout out answers. So like mm-hmm. really where I get shit from is like, bro, I'm I'm extremely inspired by poetry. So like I already minute into the shit, mentioned Charles Bukowski. That's a poet. He all, all he did his whole life was write, you know what I'm saying? And like um I'm obsessed with words, bro. So like my form I'll tell you why I'm I'm very quote driven is my form of literature is never turn a sentence into a paragraph. I I always cut the fat like there's no reason for all this drawn out shit. The best the best statements are are able to use as little words as possible to make the emotion felt. So like I, I try to like stick by that man like uh, how how deep can I make one word or two words or three words cut someone you know what I'm saying so Yo. I'm just based on quotes bro and I and you know to be honest too like my my favorite movie as a kid was Memento um which is about this dude I uh, I encourage anyone out there to watch it really one of the best movies that stands up to this day um it's about this dude that loses his memory after 24 hours every 24 hours he loses his memory so he writes down everything he needs to remember on his body mm. that's why i got tattoos like this all this sporadic words and shit everywhere um is because it's like i like i like to remember life in sentences you know
0: yeah, no, that makes sense. And I think that goes, dates back to one of the first quotes I ever heard of Modson is impossible means I'm possible. And that's one of it's the biggest. yeah. yeah absolutely. And that's very you know, short. You know,
1: you know what I'm saying too? It's like one of the things that I've always been very fond of is like, I, I don't claim ownership over words. You know what I'm saying? These are all words that I didn't invent. I didn't invent none of these words. So like, I do believe that the power is that people get to place these words in certain ways that make people feel something that other people can't. And like, that's just what I strive for in every day, man, is the, the way I talk, the way I write, the way I Dress. Everything is to yeah. be a statement about who I am and and and, and how I want to be remembered. You know, you yeah, and, and and that's fire, bro. I love that the the kid I kept in contact. He actually is credited in my album because I used that cover that that picture of that car on my first album. Look yeah. up. And yo, yo, that shit. That was a legendary moment for me. I was like, man, this is really cool. Like these words really do mean something. Because I'm gonna be honest too, as 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 maybe the person that writes. You know, I have quotes from bands. Um, on my, on my shit, you know what I'm saying, and like I have a quote from like the band Cody and Cambria, the the first like tattoo I got was like a Cody and Cambria lyric and a Jimmy World lyric, and like, dude, I re- I I told the singer Jimmy World, like I got your lyrics tatted on me. He's like, what the fuck? Why would you? What that's crazy. And so like you know, the person who writes the words that really mean something to you, it's always very hard for. For you to I like your cup I see you my dog hey, much love. I appreciate you, you. <laughs> it's very hard for for the person who writes the words to accept that like you know maybe maybe you've been able to say a sentence that's helped someone you know it's mm-hmm. hard for me to digest that it's the most beautiful gift I've been given but in no way am I like you know I feel like every sentence that I get to write is a gift for me you know what I'm saying so the fact that it's been able to touch other people like bro that's that's my that's a Grammy to me you know what I'm saying that, that's how I measure life it's like my words mean something to someone that's a Grammy
0: that's just words, bro, but the lifestyle you live and not just that. Like, what I'm saying by that is that there's a lot of people around me, man, that like are really inspired by you. So not just me, because I know we've talked about it when I was on mod's tour here in March before it all went to shit, like yeah. all, all this other fuck shit, right? I was telling mod like this is the best day of my life. And I'm not just saying that because I was preaching his quote. I was saying it because it was true. Like yeah, I went yeah. I went from seeing mod like in 2012, opened up for never shout never at station four type shit. Like That was old shit. And that's when I first saw Mod. And from there, I went from the crowd to being where I'm at now as a concert promoter. And a lot of his quotes and a lot of the lifestyle that he lives, that he's talking about right now is really what changed not just my life, but the people around me. Like, dude, I just met two people the other day. So I just started seeing this girl. Right. And she said she's from West Bloomington. And she she knew you like hella. And she lived by everything you were saying. And her friend started a clothing company because of you. Like, your words. Yo,
1: yo, just real quick. Shout out to that, whoever that person is, because it really touches me the closer I get to, to my mom's home. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The closer I get to touching people that lived in my neighborhoods or, or know my neighborhoods, like, that shit's crazy to me because I'm going to be honest, like, at the start of Mod Sun, like, when you were you were on it, like, a day one, you know what I'm saying? And, and at those times, like, bro, I would go and play in, in, uh, in Denver or something and play to, like, 500 people and in Minnesota play to, like, 100. You know what I'm saying? Like, my mm-hmm. shit was popping outside of Minnesota, like, I did not get love in Minnesota, real yeah. shit. Like, I had to work for every every person that supported me in Minnesota. It was not just handed to me. So, like, any time that I get, like, someone from Bloomington be a, like, like, someone pulled up on me the other day out here in L.A., they're like, man, I'm from East Bloomington. I went to Kennedy, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, that's crazy. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing out here? He's like, bro, following my dreams. I'm out here, That's crazy. I'm like, man, the universe really is like that. It'll really, like, you know, I, I, I would love, I would love to meet all these people that, I've been able to just help like instill in them that like literally I feel like I'm a very good example of like, you you know, the term like, Oh, if I can do it, anyone can like, I mean, yeah. you know, Michael Jordan saying, if I can do it, anyone can is not that comforting. You're like, right. you're fucking Michael Jordan. Like, I, what are you talking about? If you can do it, I can't like, I think I'm a great example of if I can do it, you can. Cause like, I don't, I don't just do one thing. I don't just focus on being, a brand. I don't do any of that shit. I really, really live by those words. And like, like you were talking about, you know, my book that, that has a lot of these words in it that have helped people like that shit stands today. Like Mm -hmm. it wasn't just like a phase, like the, the positivity, the mental attitude, the, the, the idea of making your life feel like a dream. And and did I ever wake up being like, dude, like, is this a dream right now? How the fuck am I supposed to be sure? Like just questioning life like that, like that stands to this day. It's going to stand when I'm 80, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And And that's why I'm not making, like, you know, I'm not, I'm never, I'm never pushed to focus on making anything for right now. Like, I'm always thinking about how this stuff is going to be looked at when I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I live right now like I'm already dead. And and that's kind of ties into did I ever wake up, which is being like, shit, bro, I can't even trust, like, that that this is promised tomorrow. I don't even know if I woke up this morning. I might still be in my bed. I might not, I might have died last night. Mm. And I'm just in this, like, state of, like, let's get it today. Let's get it today. And, like, you know, that, that kind of attitude is the one thing that's been my, like, my moment of clarity for me, which is just, like, being able to tell people that, that like, whether or not time, uh whether or not it takes more time or less time, I think I've shown people how amazing the process and how amazing the journey is. And that like, even though I've come this far, like I do not at all look like get on here and be like, fucking, I made it. I'm popping. Like, I'm right. still like, this is still how I feel when I was back in Bloomington bro Dead ass. This is still how I feel, you know? And I've, I've been thrown around this business and this industry out here in Hollywood. And like, Deadass, bro. I mean, some maybe it's just the way we're cut out there in Minnesota. But, like, you know, this shit really has not made me a different person internally. You know what I'm saying? I got yeah. thrown off by drugs and all this other stuff along the way. But, like, at the core of my essence, my message, my, <clears throat> my reason for people to give a fuck about me has always been straight up. Like, yo, you yeah. got today, you've got right now. This can be the best moment of your life. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to make that choice together. So, I mean, it's just like an honor that people really give a fuck about the words, you know, because a drop, lot of artists, yeah. a lot of artists don't get that, you know.
0: No, you're dropping gems, bro. And that's one thing that me and Nate Millions actually talked about when me and him were come up together. That's the first time we met you. Was that like, again, we really related to that again, that Minnesota vibe that you're talking about that. That's just not like a vibe that i be talking about. He's talking about like it's a mindset of just being humble. And that's just kind of what the Midwest gives you. And that Absolutely. I that I appreciate that you just said that because a lot of pe- dude I'm so sick of when I hear people be like mods in Hollywood now bro he dating this person he dating this person like you think really think he's still himself and like yeah. bro I'll be honest I'll be the first person to tell you if you out of if, if you if you threaten you know what I mean like yeah. I, I think our paths have crossed coincidentally too much for me not to pay attention to uh to to your mindset and to where you're at and a lot of your fans care about you the same way we do out here um and what I mean by passing cross like. Passing, uh, paths co- coincidentally is that me and Mod like one time bro I went to my school homecoming I didn't even know Modson was performing bro like my my fucking college homecoming bro I was like who the fuck you got Mod on my homecoming bro like I've seen this man six times already so that's like crazy. Yeah, bro. That's like crazy. our paths be crossing crazy. And like that's actually 100%, like
1: and I believe that's why I'm doing this tonight, bro. So like I believe in you. Like honestly, I'm just like, Absolutely. yo, this is one of my youngest, like this dude gonna do something. And you're already doing something, bro. And like Watch you love. know, anything I can do to help along the way is obviously like a treat for me because you are one of the kids that came from the crowd. And that's how I did this. I came from the fucking crowd. Like I went to Man, this this revival of emo and shit is fucking amazing because I was dead ass front row for all those shows. So, like, you can't tell me shit about this new revival, bro. I li- I lived this already. I already lived that life, man. So, I'm Big fucking ups. made for this shit, you know?
0: Big ups, bro. Big ups for sure. And One, one question I've been I've meaning to ask you for years, bro. Like, so, I'm going to talk about some dark shit quick because... Yeah. I'm gonna be real with my 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 biggest inspiration. You know what I mean. I've always wanted to hear hear your words, the struggles you've been through, because um, you've yeah. helped a lot of people get through shit. But people not realizing that you go through shit, right? Um, your relationships, bro, up and down, my dude. And like, yeah. I'm wondering, like, what kind of mindset? How do you feel now? Like, I'm saying, is how you feel now? Because I've seen you at your happiest, like in person, like recently, and you were fucking happy as hell. And then you know, you you show that realistic side of you, like. I'm just kind of yeah. curious, like, because you're no bullshit at this point. You were talking to Mike Stud about it, like, you're you're done living that persona. You're done living by quotes that aren't yours. Like, you know what I mean? You're like, all right, like, yeah. I'm, I'm me now. So, what's going on, <coughs> man? How you feeling, like, after all that shit, all the ups and downs?
1: Well, like, to be honest, like, I'm. I, I mean, I've realized a lot of things throughout all those all those relationships. Like, one thing is like, I'm I'm a lover. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, a I'm a Pisces. Like, a lot of that, a lot of that astrology talk. Like, it really does like kind of kind of suit me, you know what I'm saying? Because like everything you read about being a Pisces is like kind of mentally what I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm very sensitive, very emotional, like very like quick to run away from things instead of confrontation, like all that. And um but like at the end of the day, like I'm a lover. Like I know that that I feel happiest when I'm in a relationship, you know what I'm saying? But I work twice as hard and I excel at my goals and my dreams twice as hard when I'm not. So it's like I have this 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 inability at at this point in my life and my my entire life of being able to balance that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of this shit comes down to clarity. Like I do like I do I do a lot of sorry, I gotta get my dog out this way. (laughs) Um, I do a bunch of like, you know, I've done a lot of different kinds of therapies and and all this stuff, trying to like really get down to to the essence of that shit. But like, you know, I'm raised from a fam like a divorced family, like A, right? So like I didn't really get to see love in the household that I came from. I never saw my mom, my dad kiss or hug once in my fucking life, bro. You wow. know what I'm saying? Wow. So, like, I didn't, as a kid, think of life like that. It was not like that. I never saw that. So, like, that, obviously, that stuck with me to the point that, like, a lot of my early life was me um, denying, like, love into my life. And then when I hit, like, my, my like, mid-20s, bro, I was like, yo, fuck all this um solitude like bro my whole life was like solitude and that's why i was like really really on uh extremely like motivational run of things and being like extremely prolific and positive at the same time is because like literally bro like i cleared all static out of my life i didn't allow for anyone Mm. to for me to get invested into anyone else's life you know what i'm saying it was about me that whole selfish shit like bro that's that asked me like for, for up until 25 it was like there was no room for anyone else in my life. And I was totally content with that. Cause that's what my childhood taught me. My childhood taught me that like, I saw my mom be alone every night. You know what I'm saying? I thought that's what life was supposed to be like. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, my 25, when I hit like 25 and came out here, like I was in relationships with my younger life shit, but never serious shit. Like right when I moved out to California and shit, like I was on, I, I I've pretty much been in a relationship like every year that right. I've lived out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm in one way or another and then within like the last four years like getting into more of these like high profile relationships which is like me i'm like anyone out there who knows me in my love life is like bro like you need to like date a girl not fucking in the industry (laughs) why are you fucking with all these famous girls you know what i'm saying like that's what people tell me is advice like bro you need to date like a hometown girl some shit like that and like you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Like, I'm very attracted to a certain kind of success, the kind of success Mm -hmm. that you're saying that you get to live your own life, how you want, like, and and so those are the the women in this world that attract me. Um, And like, I, 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 dude, I could, I could really care less, like, you know what i'm saying like i date these younger girls too and shit that are like you know much younger than me and shit but like that don't matter i would date a girl as much older than me too i don't really care i'm just like very attracted to a certain kind of lifestyle when it comes to women in my life yeah and it tends to get very complicated like that bro you know what i'm saying i feel
0: feel that bro and a lot of what you said
1: complicated and like the the women that i fall in love with bro like i fall (laughs) Like deeply, madly in love. Like I'm a poet. You know what I'm saying. So like yeah. I, I don't, I don't do this like one foot in shit. Like I'm like Yo. I will die for you, like dead ass. The 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 three women that I've like dated in the last like five years, you know, like I would die, I would have dead ass at any time. Fucking jumped in front of a bus to push them out the way to to, to yeah. save them at yeah. any time. Like you know what I'm saying, Romeo and Juliet shit. Like for real. So. <clears throat> you know, I get, I get like heartbroken and shit, but like, I end, I always end up ending these relationships. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I like, you know, I'm, I'm a, a, I'm fucking bipolar. So like my mood changes, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, but like, I've had a tendency to like run from, from problems. Like I said, instead of communication and like one thing that I, that I think is blessed about female energy is that like, I think females are amazing at communicating. Um, and a lot of the males that I've met in my life, or have had as people I look up to, are are, are awful at communicating. I mean, most artists are horrible at communication. It's yeah, a it's fucking facts. travesty. It's true. You communicate through your art, and you don't do it in real life, motherfucker. Yep. You instead of having this conversation with someone, you go write a song about it. It's like really weird, but that's how a lot of artists are. They're terrible at communication. Like yep. so, so you know, like. Yeah, like bro my my heart how am I right now? Man, I'm heartbroken as a motherfucker right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But but like that is that is how I live my life honestly because I go all in. Like I don't I don't live slow. Like you yeah. know my last relationship was really like the biggest issue was that like I move so fast. Like when I when I'm like I I love you like I'm like I just know it. Like I don't question shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Yeah, I go all in it's hard to find a twin flame for me, you know what I'm saying? Like it's out there yeah. and like like i'm like i'm a love like really like the first part of my career like i didn't give a fuck about love and it shows in the music i made like i wasn't writing love songs no i was writing songs called no girlfriend (laughs) like that ass like (laughs) about not living that life and then you know what i'm saying like like uh like i just go with i just go with what 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 i'm being channeled to do you know what i'm saying i don't really think twice about things i don't I don't think twice about shit. Like I really just go with whatever it is. I feel like I be. I feel like I'm a channel to, <clears throat> to um, to spirits. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm ch. I, I get channeled a lot by spirits. And like when something tells me in- inside of me to go for something, like I don't do anything but that. Like I go for it fully. Yeah. You know. Um. But yo, love is hard out here, bro. Real <laughs> shit. Love is hard out here, um, in the, in this in this way that I like to to have it. You know what I'm saying? I could have like. I don't want, like, some, like, hype man type shit. I don't want, like, just someone to follow me around and, and be, like, little, like, I love my son. Like, I don't want that. Like, I like to invest no. into my girl's life, you know what I'm saying? And that that that's also what's fucked me up, is that I've done business with every fucking You girl have, bro. I've looked at them. I'm, I'm making songs. and Stop
0: my publishing fucking... books. Stop publishing their fucking I, books, bro.
1: I can't help <laughs> it. You feel me? Like, they all, they all, I, you know, They inspire me, and and just as much as they inspire me, I inspire them. So, like, you know, I like to come into their world, and and every time I meet a girl, like, that I'm really into, they usually have an amazing, amazing, damaged past. Yeah. That's equally beautiful and damaging, and that's, like, the people that, like, I fucking am in love with. Are these people out here that are damaged, bro? Real shit, but, like... You know, I have that, like, I would love to save you. And, like, these girls have these I would love to save you thing to me, too. Like, I was raised by two women. So, like, these I have, like, this, like, need to be, like, taken care of, in a way, thing, too. It's very confusing, bro. But dude,
0: like- it's, it's, no, it's not really that confusing on my end just because, dude, we're a lot of the same, man. Like, I'm not, I'm not lying to you just be, I'm not like, you know, we're the same person. Like, no, I'm dead fucking serious. Like, what you say a lot, like, when you invest 100%, when you're not one foot in, one foot out, like, I'm literally telling this girl right now that I'm into, like, you know, this is how I am, but I need, I'm only attracted to her because she's a creative, like, she's about being independent. Like, that's super, that's stuff that's really important to me. If you don't have a passion, if you're not creative like myself, I don't even try. And, like, again, like you said, you can be consent by yourself, but you're working twice as hard for a reason, dude, because you're compensating for what you're missing, and that's just a fact. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, bro, and,
1: I mean, like, yo, I can't tell you. Like, that, you know, and and my music represents my, my, my life at that moment almost 10 times out of 10. So, like, you know, a lot right. of the music that I've been making in the last year and shit is a lot of, like, breakup songs you know what i'm saying and and it, it's awesome because like that's that's what i've been going through and that's healing. and that's what's been naturally coming out of me and shit but like at the same time like it, it's also the most relatable period in my music like in my music career like right now the songs that i've released the last like five songs have been like the most played mild sun songs so it's like it's because this you're real as the, fuck
0: about it, bro. You're past- yeah,
1: this is the most relatable that I've ever been. And like why would I why would I deny that? Like I'm I am i have honestly never set out into this world to be like the original. You feel me? Like I I I have a problem with people that that don't like when someone like let's say, jacks their socks or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I don't like people that get salty like that because I'm like, motherfucker, what are you out here to do? You you ain't out here to inspire people. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yo, like my paintings that you see in the background, them shits. Like, bro, I'm inspired by Basquiat and motherfucking Warhol, plain and simple. Plain and simple. I ain't trying to be no fucking this and that. But when, when if someone hits me up like, hey, look at this dude, like he's fucking jacking your whole style. I'm like, good, you making yeah. money off it? Good, fuck yeah fuck yeah bro cuz i ain't out here trying to be the og like right. that's hating on people that do the same shit like yo you know I, i'll give love to this like my brother machine gun kelly he reminds me all the time of of who is coming and, and and put their hands in the Mod son fucking basket and taking a little sauce there and a little sauce there and a little sauce there he reminds me all the fucking time bro because he he's like yo you you know you you've done a lot of, of things that have shifted the way things are And like, you know, this is him speaking that way. And, and I always be like, bro, that's, that's, that's like the biggest blessing, bro, is I'm trying to be an inspiration. Like, that's it. Like, and if I just sounded like for the lack of sounding like mad, narcissistic and conceited for the last like three minutes, I'm just trying to say like, (laughs) I am really out here to inspire you. So I hope to God that you wake up wanting to dress like me, wanting to fucking paint, wanting to make music, wanting to write books, like I hope to God you do. And like the same thing goes with my exes. Like, bro, I'm proud as fuck of them for writing them books. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. hell yeah, because literature is important to me. And like, I want that to be passed on in the future. And everybody deserves to put their fucking, their mind out there. You know what I'm saying? So
0: that's big. Ups, I'm just bro.
1: proud. I'm just proud of, of anyone that decides that like they can live a lifestyle like I do, which is just that like you study the greats, your desire is to be great. You'll probably never feel great before you die. Bro. But understand me when I say this they will talk about you like you were great. And that's like the, that that's that, that faith is, is matched by my faith in God. You know what I'm saying? It's matched by that. Like, I believe fully that like I could give a fuck less if I get a compliment on earth when I'm gone, they're going to talk about me. Like I really did something.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And that that's, on that that question. Like, I don't
1: want to have. I don't want to have a front row seat to people talking good about me anyway. You know what I'm saying? I want to be no, out of you. here and let them but just like,
0: talk. That's what happens though. Like that front row seat that you're not asking for is what people are doing that I'm surrounded by every day. I, I have a clique of mine that like everybody be talking about everything that you're doing all the time because again, that's what you do though. Through through the yeah. music that you're creating, through the books that you're doing, through everything that you're doing. Like your, even your audio book has changed people's lives. I think that was one of your big ups. Was that like look yeah. up that whole and did I ever wake up? Both those things combined. Which by the way, bro, I'm just gonna this right now bro people sleep on look up bro that that <laughs> shit blew my goddamn mind on march 1st when you were in first avenue
1: that shit caught yeah. that shit was crazy yeah. because again that's like, a classic album it's a classic it's a timeless album like i believe in that shit too man i believe in that shit heavily you know look
0: the fuck up bro like i when yeah. i
1: started doing it, i was like really bro i started doing it for a week and i was like oh damn like i'm nah, i mean ass. and bro like we set the precedent like bro like back then like I mean shit this was 2015 like I'm going to yeah. be honest with you bro like Kim Kardashian didn't have a book like no influencers had books like bro there was no books there was no books oh, out bro. by these youngins bro and like to 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 put it even deeper like there was no audio book that was scored like on an album like I don't See? know in history I'm just going to be honest like I've said it like I think I'm the first person in history that put an audio book on the end of his album especially a debut album. I know that for sure. No one's ever tried to go that deep on a debut album. You oh. get like one shot. So like, you really don't like put too much to overload it. And like, I was like, fuck it. This is my debut. Like I'm going to really make sure this is a timeless piece. And like I put that audiobook at the end and that's like, that's touched people just as much as my music. I mean, that's, that's what's great is that like that shit's pure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's hard for me to be, um, as pure as I was when I was 20 and 21 years old, you know, like how the fuck could I like just talking about the type of shit that I've been through? Like, you know, I'm not going to be the same person. So the, the pureness that came out into that book that I ever wake up when I was 21 years old is like, that's the antithesis of like, of why I know that I've done something very good for this world. All this other music that I make, like that could be, digested and 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 meant as like a very big purpose to people that like music all right you can't take books away from anyone no. books are in the hands of every single person on this world like period books have been in the, touched hands like that not everybody listens to music not everybody likes style not everybody mm. likes that shit but books motherfucker there's a there's a special magical overtone within those pages and like that's where it's mystical, bro, and that—that's like you know one of my biggest accomplishments, honestly.
0: One hundred percent, bro. I I completely agree with that, and I don't, you know, I know you don't have like a horrible amount of time, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask. Oh, we good?
1: We can, get, bro. Just run it up. We're good.
0: All right. Much love. Much love. Um, but yeah, no. Back back to that. Like when you were saying the the books are timeless. Again, I've given that book. I gave that book to my college roommate. I gave that book to my ex girlfriend. I gave that book to people that were like at their all time fucking low, and that yeah. book's been circulated, bro. And I was like, dude buy a fucking copy bro it'll change your goddamn life it's a quick read it. it'll do that shit and again that that i, I do the first time i read your book bro <laughs> i was working for rainbow fucking foods in savage minnesota i was a yeah, car Us, push I, and us
1: minnesota people know rainbow foods yeah bro you know? <laughs> rainbow and cub, bro rainbow and cub.
0: <laughs> and i was reading that book bro and i was like sitting there i was like god bro i'm gonna fucking change my life right now bro because that shit like literally eye-opening and again I, a lot of people i think Good. i think a lot of they people do have do, bro no, a yeah. hundred, hundred fucking percent. Like, again, when I'm, when I am sitting there, I'm fucking mod stage when he's performing. I'm like, bro, it's just crazy. It's just crazy.
1: And you're going to do, you're going to continue doing great things, bro. I believe that. But like, you know, I think that book does have that effect on people. I mean, it's like when I read the secret, like what I really wanted to do with yeah. that book is like, you know, the secret is all people that are old. It's all old people, yeah. you know, love them to death, but you watch that shit, the secret, Obviously, if you read it, you know it's written by this this lady named Rhonda Byrne, amazing fucking woman. Um, and when you watch like the movie about it, it's just all old people. All old people with degrees and all this shit. It's just like, I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be a physicist. I don't want to be old. I don't want to have to be old to learn this. I need to make a young version of this, bro. And I'll put that against anything. I don't think anyone's made a better version of what the law of attraction is for the younger generation. Period. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I think that anyone that 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 touches that book gets that feeling because like I remember that fucking feeling. I remember watching the secret and being like, "Done. Oh man, I knew this the whole time. This is what I thought mm-hmm. the whole time was going on. I just needed someone to confirm this shit. Mm-hmm. I've been living this. Way. I just needed someone to confirm it. And then I was like, "All right, cool. Like that. This, this is what this is what life is. You know, this is what life is. It's manifestation. It's it's it's." It's darkness. It's it's the darkest before dawn. You know what yeah. I'm saying. It's really, it's really, all these moments are pivotal in your life. And if if you just let this shit move by you, you're not gonna make a movie. You know.
0: Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. And I think that energy that you put into Did I Ever Wake Up, you translate a lot of the energy into your paintings. Um, that's what I have realized. And it's a lot of different moods. And it's a lot of different things, like maybe when you're manic or maybe what have you, like when you're at these different stages. Um, one thing I want to ask is when you did that art gallery way back when, do you remember that when you're in Minnesota, do that pop up art gallery? You gotta, oh, yeah. you gotta keep doing shit like that bro because that shit was crazy i mean like that's where <laughs> even then bro like you don't even know like that's the first time i ever met corbin bro he's doing big fucking shit and like,
1: Yo, I was, like corbin man. was there bobby raps was there Hell kingdom was up in there we had the we had yeah, the minnesota yeah, boys out man you know what i'm saying all those kids bro all those kids that used to sleep on my floor out was in minneapolis in my studio bro i'm proud of all those kids man me and bobby raps work all the time together out here it's amazing Corbin's killing it. You just dropped on that Leroy project. Killing it's just it, fire
0: like regardless, yeah, it's yeah, bro.
1: Fire. I mean, you know, those are the boys that I believe in from Minnesota, for real, musically, and like it's amazing because that that's like my click. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they kind of, they kind of, they did their own thing. So by no means do I mean this in any other way, but they kind of follow my path as a Minnesota artist rather than a Minnesota artist trying to be local. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's they a mindset, said, bro. They said, "Fuck it, I'm They said, "Fuck it, I'm thinking bigger." Just like I did. I was like, "Nah, you know."
0: It's that mindset, bro. Like when when you when you you made a really good point by the way with no If you're an artist, listen up when I say this, bro. When Mod said he had 500 people out of state and 100 people in state, your biggest fans usually come from outside your state. Then bring them back. Bring them back. Yeah. Your state will love you once everybody else loves you. That's a sad part, and that's just like how every yep. artist works, bro. No, we don't know why. <laughs> we don't know why, bro. I was made fun of in high school three out of the four years of my experience just because why? Because I was trying to follow my dreams. Yeah. Right? So, like, it's just fuck. So, but people around you... I mean, bro,
1: people in Minnesota got made fun of for me and my sun pants, Straight up. Dude, I know, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, oh, shit. He, like, we don't know what he is. You know what I'm saying? That's hippie hop, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, it was like, you know, new ideas scare people and, like, like, you know, like, one thing's for sure is that, like, Minnesota was very clicky as far as music, bro. And, like, you know, Absolutely. I like to just put out there that, like, you're your own fucking click. Like, you don't need to fall in with these other people moving together. Like, it's a blessing when you get to have a team. But if you don't got a team, bro, you 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 just got to understand, like, you're... You got to be the strongest person in that unit, bro. And if that unit's just you, you got to fucking rise up and do it yourself. So, like, I think Minnesota... I think Minnesota was a little bit fucked up until I kind of made that move because there was a few other artists. I mean, there was like a, the band Motion City Soundtrack that kind of like yeah. really made it out of Minnesota and shit. Um, Even when you like there was there, there just definitely wasn't that many motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was all that like that local rap shit that was like really popping in the Midwest. But like, they weren't really bumping that shit everywhere else. You know what I'm saying? It was like they were Midwest superstars and it was like, I had to fight my way past that and get become relevant outside that shit just so them motherfuckers could be like, all right, well, he's selling out First Avenue. I guess he's doing something, you know?
0: Right, and I don't know. I think that just shit's kind of fucked up when that support doesn't come until you do some crazy shit at First Ave. You know what I mean? Right. But I mean, right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get off the negativity of that topic, but that's definitely something that I've I've thought about a lot when I was an artist for six years. And I think that's why I want to my concert promoter now, you can really translate that mindset of being an artist and be like, all right, like there is bigger shit in this music industry than life. And again, one thing a lot of people don't do is treat this shit as a business. You know what I mean? Because as much as music is a creation, as you know, and art's beautiful and be creativity, but it's a business, dog. And that's one thing I want to ask you before we go here is, how did you learn your music business? Because that shit doesn't just come from you. I had to become an artist and really learn through other people. So like-
1: Yeah, I mean, bro, I can break it down for you. Like, DIY motherfucker I'm a punk bro. for real hey. we do this shit hands on and I mean I'll never I'll never forget like uh what's it called epic it's like called epic now or something in Minneapolis right it's called epic
0: We put on, a nightclub aqua
1: aqua or whatever what? no not aqua it's that big ass one on first and fifth it used to be called the quest alright and um, the Quest used to show, throw shows, bro. It was the biggest fucking venue around. And like if you could play at The Quest, you were the most popping shit ever. And I used to go see all these bands that would come into town. Like I watched, dude, fucking Follow Boys stayed at my mom's house when I was in ninth grade. You feel wow. me? Like I went to Follow Boy's first show outside of Chicago. They played at the Out Room, The Quest. I was front row singing, where is your boy tonight? I hope he is a gentleman. And they looked at me like this, bro. Pete Wentz looked at me in the eyes and goes, how the fuck do you know this? Dead ass?" How the fuck do you know this? And then after the show, I'm like, bro, come stay, come stay at my mom's house. Um, I go to school the next day. You can have my whole house. My mom fucking got a whole liquor cabinet. You can have whatever you want. She makes the best food. You're, you're set. So I would have all these bands come stay at my mom's house, bro. And the people at the quest, like the early November stayed at my house. Follow boys stayed at my house. The sleeping stayed at my house. Fucking all these motherfuckers stayed at my house, bro. If they came to Minnesota. They stayed. At, they stayed at my house, bro. For Damn. real. And, um, The Quest noticed that like all these bands were fucking with me, you know, and so I found out I found out the owner of the Quest's email, and I was the illest with emails, bro. I would put all my energy that I have when I talk to you in emails. Yo, what's up? This is the greatest day of my entire life. How you feeling? I got this band. They're so ill, bro. I promise you, I won't let you down. I'll do all this shit. Like even if not, if even if you don't give me a show, I'll still be your intern for a week. What do you think? Like, bro, I'd throw in that funny shit and like, I booked my band, my punk band called The Semester. I booked us at the Quest, which nobody in Minnesota played at the Quest yet. Like it was like only for big regional bands. And I booked us and we opened because I booked other big the other bigger hardcore yeah. bands and shit. And I fucking flyered that shit and we sold that motherfucking show out. We all got paid. It was the first time these kids ever got paid money, bro. I got the I'm wow. 15 years old and I'm paying these 25-year-old dudes that have been doing it, struggling. I'm paying, I'm giving them a grand and shit. They're like, what the fuck, bro? And I turned up, bro. I realized how to promote. I realized how to finesse, bro. I was finessing before people were saying finesse like this. Like, I was getting the numbers to these people who own the venues. And I was talking my shit in an email. And I would go and do the work. I'd go meet up with them. I'd go say, yo, this is me. And they'd see this weird-ass kid come up with a briefcase. And he oh, pop it open. He's got flyers on flyers. And he's going crazy. He's 15 That's years side, old. He, he has mom drop him off and shit. You know what I'm saying? And these dudes looked at me like I was a force to be reckoned with. Like, he really going to do this? So, like, I got every band I was in, bro, I got us popping. I got us. I turned it into something. Every band I was a part of, I got us meetings with labels, this and that. And, like, my band that I was in, Four Letter Live from Minnesota, we got signed to yeah. Victory Records, like, through one of their brothers or some shit. We got signed to Victory Records in Chicago. And I fucking watched intensely while all these other motherfuckers just, like, kind of, we're just like in the moment stoked to like do something. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, how is this dude making all this money to sign these bands and put them in a studio? Oh, OK, because these bands are bringing in this much money. OK, how does royalties work? How does publishing work? How does masters mm-hmm. work? Oh, shit. I just signed a contract where I don't know masters. So I'm yep. fucked in this band. I'm Yo. fucked in this band. I ain't making no money. I'm making $10 a day per diem. I'm going to go on that's tour it. and come back with like 300 bucks. And I'm going to have to live a month on $300. And then am going to go back on, on the road, live sleep on people's floors. Shit, bro. Real hard shit, bro. Real from the dirt up. But I realized like through that, that, like all this comes down to is that like, if you look at this, like you're going to make music off your physical songs, off your physical songs. You look at this like that's going to happen. It's not. You're trying to force a miracle. You're literally yeah. trying to force a platinum record. If you try, if you force a platinum record, you probably own that much of it. Okay.
0: Right.
1: Type of dude like me, I'm going to get a platinum record. Okay. And I'm going to own all of that. All right. But I'm not coming into this looking at music, the music that, bro, Like a Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan is, as far as I'm concerned, greatest song written of all time. Mm-hmm. Stoner Girl by Mod Sun. Mm-hmm. They're both 99 cents. How the fuck is that real? right how the fuck is bob dylan and mod son being sold for the same amount that's same fucked value. up and yeah. that's where the music business got us fucked up the greatest song in the world we should pay more money for that than right. we pay for a Mod Sun song okay period yeah. so i always knew that this is a game that you can't win if you're just looking at that 99 cents to, to make a living you're not gonna win dude yeah. so what i do bro i focused on merch I, I understood how to work photoshop before they took before they had photoshop classes in high school I was, I was geeking out, learning HTML coding, all that shit. All that shit. MySpace kid, talking to kids in Japan, learning how to fucking code, all this shit, bro. Making people's websites, everything, right. doing their merch, figuring out how everything worked because I'd reverse engineer it. You know what I'm saying? I would... I would get the program and then I would try every single like if you if you know what Photoshop is you you got a really? you got a toolbar on the side I would click on every single fucking one and do something with it and see what they did I'd have to Jesus. spend a week just trying every single one You look at Pro Tools you got all these plugins I would put I would do a vocal and put each plugin on uh, and take it off put it on take it off put it on take it off and see what every single one did Reverse engineer that shit, bro. So like all this shit is like I I I, I worked really hard but the whole thing is that like. I I understood that that whole losing game in the 99 cents versus 99 cents shit is crazy. So like, how am I going to make something that's impactful like that and make like a movement off of it? Mm. All right. Stay less. I'm going to make up this tie dye print because back <laughs> in that day, they only had spiral spiral tie dye. They mm. only had spiral tie dye. They didn't have yeah. this splatter tie dye. Yep. I made that print.
0: Yep. Yup. That shit was revolutionary,
1: bro. I painted that, sent it to a company called Color Tone, who's in California, who I fucking helped make them a million dollar business, multi million dollar business. Off rip, bro. Off tie dye hoodies. I helped make some independent companies, some mom and pop shop companies, millions of dollars, bro. Because you never saw that fucking tie dye print until my son. And now you see it. Uh, you go to Venice Beach, everywhere, you see everywhere, bro. Everyone on the corner selling that print. Yep. yep. That's, I'm, I'm, not, I just, I'm make- not just
0: agreeing too because like that shit's still in my room. That shit is timeless, bro. It's right in my I'm fucking talking. closet, bro. Tons of people fucking. And I'm gonna be tell honest.
1: you, I'm gonna tell you how I got that shit out there. All right, here's my here's my other secret. To success of how shit really popped out from my son. There's pictures of Kendrick Lamar wearing a my son hoodie. Yep. There's pictures at Max school Miller,
0: Schoolboy Q. Uh,
1: R.I.P. Max Miller, my motherfucking brother. I love you to death. This motherfucker was wearing it in his TV show, like out of a miracle. But how I did this, bro, is these people would come to my city in Minnesota and they all needed weed. So who would pull up with a half ounce of weed for free? My My son son. would, to Kendrick Lamar. And you know what he'd do? Because Kendrick's crew needed it, right? So I walk up to Kendrick and I give him a tie-dye hoodie. And he like, oh, what is this? And I'm like, oh, your crew needed weed. Check the pocket. So I'd give them, I'd deliver all this free weed. Danny Brown come to town. Mac Miller would come to town. All these people come to town. I'd deliver them weed for free in heck? a hoodie. They'd take that hoodie that's got free weed in it. they go, this dude is fucking rad. I'll put this shit on. And that's how history went down, bro.
0: That's one of the smartest I had people, I've ever heard. Kendrick
1: Lamar never listened to No Mod Sun song. He was wearing the shit because he met me. This this dude's cool as fuck. Schoolboy Q. Fuck it. We could go on and on about me and Schoolboy Q's history, bro. Like Me and Schoolboy Q know each other before Schoolboy Q had a Schoolboy Q song out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I got all these people wearing the tie-dye hoodie because I finessed it, bro. I put weed in the pocket, came through. Nobody gives away free weed on tour, but I was always down. to Bro, I was a broke boy. I would spend my last 150 hundred and fifty bucks, get like... You know, half balance to fucking roll up to the show and give that to him, and no, it's gonna come back to me. You know,
0: yeah, but, it's put it's putting that positive energy and that intent out there, bro. Yeah, invested that, that, in That's your- how oh, I dude. started.
1: That's how I started booming in the merch business. Is that that tie dye hoodie that Mac wore and everyone wore went on to sell, bro? Like half a million tie dye hoodies. You feel me? Like
0: that has, is that I'm assuming that's still the hottest thing you've ever fucking made.
1: Well, this new shit, no safety. New shit, is now the hottest shit that I've made. This shit's outselling it now.
0: Really, um, my,
1: my all over print art shit, yeah, it's selling like crazy now. But like, but that's how I, that's how I just invested into myself, bro. It Was like, I, bro, I, when I I went inside Follow Boy, play at Target Center, and I broke into backstage the 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 day of. I went and bought one of them iPod what? minis like this. Yeah, I put my son songs on it, and then connected it to a necklace. I broke backstage right before I got kicked out. I was like, Yo, Pete Wentz, you remember me? I sung. At the Ascot room, front row, I was the only kid he, he go, oh my god, yeah, that's you. I go, yo, this is my music. And I gave him an iPod mini. And at that time, people are giving out fucking demos CDs. Right. And he's like, You just gave me an iPod mini? Like, who that's the crazy. fuck are you? And I'm broke as shit, bro. I just spent my last money on that iPod mini, put mm. my songs on it. I see Pete Wentz five years later. He's like, Mud son, bro. I still have the iPod mini sitting next to my bed. I put new music on it. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I listen to it. I put new music on it, but I that's still use man. it. And I'm like, that's a trip, bro. That's a fucking trip. And it all comes around, bro. You just got to really believe that. And like, you know, I believe that every dot, you know, forms a circle, you know, I believe it goes around like that. And, and, uh, and, you know, you just got to believe in the blessing. Like, you know ever since i got sober like i've been reintroduced to god so like you know now i now I at least know who i think i'm talking to before it was a lot of universe shit like i believe in the universe i believe in this you know what i'm saying but now i believe that when you when you're able to focus on something more you know it can help you so like you know i believe in god and i believe in faith and i believe mm-hmm. in i believe in hard work and i believe in discipline bro like i run 4 miles a day now cuz like good for you I discipline, bro. Like, I'm addicted to discipline. I'm an addict, first off. So, like, I figured out how to transfer my addictions and the things that are going to help me, you know?
0: Mm. That's big, bro. Exactly. That that That's big talks. You've spoken a lot of shit right there. Like, <laughs> I just think I, you're smart and, as hell because you speak, you speak on like 10 things at once that are gems on gems on gems. Like, because a lot of what you're doing is a lot of what I did as an artist. Like, just going back for two seconds, I dropped that fucking CD on your stage at the Burnsville Dollar Show. Someone yep. took that bitch and you yep. found that shit. Related
1: I never to- forgot you, bro. I never forgot you from the day, from the day I met you, bro. From the day you walked up, bro. I swear to God, I never forgot you. I'm not even kidding. And that's why when my sister was like, yo, this podcast, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, lately, just being honest, like I'm a little more, um, like reserved with, with doing all the, all, all this interview stuff just at this time in the world right now too. Like, you know, I don't, I don't want to really be the one that's got too much to say. So it's like, um, but when it's like it's for you, bro, it's like I'm just telling you, like I got your back, bro. I know where you came from. I know you got this 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 ethic in you and like. I think it's sick. You you did great at these shows, and I think that you're just gonna do even more great things. And if that's what your passion is, I think you're gonna kill it, bro. You know. That's
0: love. That's love. I mean, and you're great at
1: this, and you're great at this too.
0: Hey, what's up? the interview stuff's fun as fuck. It's just another, another yeah. conversation. Like as long as you if you have a lot some things in common or at least some shit to talk about, that's it. And like the passion's obviously for me is to not just content promote to be a tour manager. I was talking to a tour manager about it. He was giving me a lot of fucking good ups, a lot of a lot of good. Oh, you'll
1: advice. be great at that shit, bro. If you can, fuck, bro. You'll be. Great you know what one,
0: one should once shouldn't talk before i don't even want to say it but kato offered me once to riff was like yo do you want to do this for riff and i was like bro that i right off the gate i said i don't have enough experience for riff that man's a genius bro hey
1: like, you should have done it you should have done it. but you'll do, <laughs> do the next one don't say no to the next yeah one. no man it, it would have been a, it would have been a hard job motherfucker it would have no. been a hard job with riff rap boy but <laughs> but hey 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 you know what i'm saying don't don't be scared next time do it bro like take those opportunities. And and if anything, it'll make you stronger. You know what I'm saying? Like I I, I fully believe that like you don't have to lose. You can win or you learn. You know what I'm saying? You Mm -hmm. never have to lose in this life. And like that comes down to even people in your life, bro. Like I really believe that like, it's so much more important that I have a memory with this person rather than never know them at all and never have to be sad if they pass away or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really going to be out here like I got something from every experience and like I'm learning regardless. So it's like if I win, it's beautiful, but I'm winning every time I learn, you know.
0: Yeah, no, you. And again, you're a fucking legend right off the gate. That's that's already that. I think you've already carved that in your stone, bro. Um, man, I
1: hope, so. I hope so, bro. Because I'm just, I'm just really turning up now. I'm just even, really turning it's up. Not even now. hope
0: so, bro. The amount of shit that you've done at such a young age, and the amount of shit that you've accomplished, and again, like the music you're making right now is pure as fuck. So I'm gonna be respectful of your time. Yeah. One thing I want to ask. the Last thing is, what's yeah. next for Mod Sum? man. And I know you just released "Stay Away" and the acoustic version. Yeah, acoustic shit, bro. Stay yep. on it, bro. Stay Yo. on it. That's just fire next,
1: No, there's no I just did an acoustic version. I remember way too much. It's no joke. I'm gonna <sighs> drop that next. That's gonna come out in like like two weeks. And Soon. then um and then I just did this song with Travis Barker. That's fucking nasty, bro. That we we're gonna probably drop before the end of the summer. Um and then I'm working with this dude named John Feldman right now, It's just like he been one of my one of the people I've wanted to work with since I was like 16 years old. Like when I was in a band. Like when we got to when I got signed and we are in a band, and we got to like write down producers we want to record with. Like Feldman was the top of my list. Like he did the used album that first one. Is it worth it? Can you even hear me? Like he a real, real goat, bro. And like, you know what I'm saying? We've created this bond with each other over the last three weeks. That's just like crazy, bro. We're pumping out new songs every time we see each other. And it's like I got like kind of like between Travis and him, it's like I kind of got like a little bit of like some mentors in my corner now, which I've, I'm not going to lie to you. I've never had, you know what I'm saying? I've been like an well, independent motherfucker in this game. But like I kind of got some people in my corner right now that are just like, dude, like you're the you're the one for this sound. You know what I'm saying? I really yeah. feel like I got my sound focused. like I'm really running this alternative music lane And like, you know, this singing shit that I've been doing, because that's what I've wanted to do my whole life. You know what I'm saying? Is really sing. like I'm Mm. addicted to melody more than I'm addicted to words, probably like I'm really addicted to melody. Um, And uh, and like, you know, I hear I hear things. um, I hear things just differently, like like the way I hear a melody is like I hear a story in every melody, you know what I'm saying, regardless Mm. of the words. So um, I'm. I've always wanted to be where I'm at right now. It's kind of what I'm trying to get at. So it's like, it, it, it's just like this pivotal point in my career that these next songs, this, this, this era of mod son is definitely the, it's the full, the, what I was talking about, the full circle. I mean, it's the music that I was making when I was 16 mixed with the music that I made up until the last three years ago. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. finally full circle. It's me. I'm on drums, bro. I'm playing drums hey. on these new songs and shit. Like, that's crazy to me because like, I waited this whole time, bro. I'm a fucking drummer at heart. That's how I got into music is I'm a nasty fucking drummer. I get in front of Travis Barker and he's like, you're a beast. Like, that should tell you that I'm pretty fucking good at drums. And like, dog, I've never played on a Mod Sun song ever. What? Ever played drums? No, no. Bro, I didn't play drums on my own tracks. I've had real drums on one song. It's called Never Quit. And it had Travis Barker playing drums.
0: Right right that's i mean so that's I've actually, never
1: i've never played drums on my songs bro dead ass until bro. the last three weeks bro, so I'm a it's per, changed I'm a, everything
0: i'm a percussionist too bro you got to get on that shit i've been drumming for 12 years too bro like i still got my drums i still be on that shit like me I and mean, my. Homies- i was just
1: waiting i was waiting until i was making the right music for it i don't Absolutely. personally like real drums on rap shit like really? i don't want to hear that i don't like rap rock really you know what i'm saying i don't like like the mixture of like that shit necessarily. I like real drums when it's on like some like, I like upbeat, when it's upbeat. I like real sure, drums. Sure. If it's like a vibe like that, like I'll, I'll take you. trap drums, I'll take shit like that, but if it's like you can't do upbeat trap drums. Let's just put it like that. You can't go yeah. boom, k- boom, k- with a fucking kick and a clap, you know what, what I'm saying? It sounds, it's not gonna yeah. sound right. It gonna sound like that Outcast song which is not trap. So it's like it take it out there so it's like it, I want uh, this is one thing Kells told me a month ago that changed like a big perspective of me. Kells was like all these Mod Sun songs you play me, they're so amazing, but it's always like this. I remember waiting for the sun to rise. Stay away from me. Yeah. I kind of like it now. They're all right there. He's like, when I think of my Sun, I think of this. I think of energy. I think of my boy going crazy. Yeah. I was like, word, you're fucking right. I'm going to turn these tempos up. And now i have been making this like faster shit, raw shit. It's like, it's the sound for me, bro. I'm going to take it to the limits, man. For real. I'm going to really come for this lane, man.
0: I'm excited as fuck to hear that shit. That's that you've really evolved from again from going from fucking what is it way back when, like you said, Stoner Girl to making crazy shit like different shit like blue cheese and then you now you got now you got fucking stay away and then all of a sudden you're like, all right, now we're now we're gonna change that shit.
1: Right. Right, bro. That's what that's what I personally like from an artist too. You know what I'm saying? It's like I like like, Bob Dylan's my favorite artist in the world, and he never made the same album twice, period. He didn't. You know, Correct. as soon as you thought you had Bob Dylan figured out, like, people fell in love with Bob Dylan playing acoustic guitar. Then he picked up Electric, electric. and he got booed off stage Bro, for see. a year straight. You know, he got booed off stage. And then as soon as they thought, oh, well, fuck, we like, we like, like, a Rolling Stone now. Then he went gospel. This motherfucker went gospel there. And then as soon as he was done going gospel, I guess we went fucking jazz ballads and covering Frank Sinatra. Yep. Like, this dude never let you be ahead of him. And that's, yeah. that's what I've aimed for with my music is like, you see me grow in it. And that's what I want to see is I want to see evolution. I want to see someone changing. Well, well I'm changing, you know?
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. I think a lot of what you've been through out in your different experiences and relationships, all everything, like you just said, full fucking circle, our whole conversation. I think that that's really is what, uh, is what's going to make you your whole music different. Your whole shit's going to vibe. And I think it's really going to pop in a different way. Cause I know you kind of been waiting for something to pop, but bro, like, you gotta keep your patience but you're 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 a creative mind that is fucking way different from anyone in this industry and i think that that's now finally being looked at in a different light
1: definitely i feel like it 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 was all about you know timing is never perfect timing is never late that's one thing i've always known so it's like it's just the fact like music is kind of more ready for someone like me now than it ever has
0: yeah Absolutely. Well, bro, I appreciate you again for being on this. I respect your time. You went way over for me and much love. Big hip. Anything you want to say when you get out?
1: Yo, just yo, man, everyone just uh, just just keep doing the best you can. Obviously, in this time that we're in in the world right now, like.
0: <laughs> oh, we lost him. We lost the big hit. But again, much love to my son for being on this podcast, man. Dude crazy as fuck. I appreciate y'all for watching Kev's Perspectives. Deuces. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Kev's Perspective this week. I greatly appreciate every listener I can get. Please go follow me on YouTube, K E V S Perspective, or get at me on Instagram, K E V L O E Official. If you want to go to YouTube to see the visual, if you want to get at me for Instagram to see, again, any kind of guests, any kind of topics you want revolving around the music industry, please get at me for those questions. Again, thank you for tuning in. Have a great day.